some general remarks as we kick off our virtual services uh, for a season here at the church. Uh, I mentioned this in our email that went out last week, uh, that yes, the whole world is on hiatus, but what I'm encouraging us all is to don't consider life, don't consider church to be on hiatus. Consider this season of virtual church and social distancing life to be an active participation in the mission of Jesus, who is the God of self-sacrificial love. So we passed on the stunning charts uh, from Vox uh, that Vox released about how much social distancing and canceling public events work to slow the spread of a virus and give medical professionals the time and space that they need to treat well. Uh, and this is important because uh, I think we do all have to keep in mind, uh, surely many of you are probably aware of this already, that things will likely seem to get worse next week. Um, it, it, this is the, the kind of thing that gets worse before it gets better, but that's not unexpected. And so it's no reason to panic. That's what happens uh, with a pandemic. Uh, it gets worse before it gets better. Uh, but that's why we're all trying to flatten the curve, right? As the, we've all learned all of these new phrases in the past week, flatten the curve, social distancing. Uh, and, but the key thing here is we are actively choosing to do this, to do our part at the well-being of others. We're not putting things on hiatus. We're not, like, uh, we're not um, like passively doing something. We are actively choosing to do this for the sake of those most vulnerable to the dangers of COVID-19, the, the older adults among us, the immunocompromised among us. And this is people in our community, in Brown Line. We, uh, people who are one degree removed from our community. Even, so even if it means sacrificing something meaningful for us, like meeting together, or and many of the things that we're all sacrificing in the name of social distancing, by doing that, we are engaging in the self-sacrificial love of Jesus. Because self, now keep in mind, self-sacrifice does feel like sacrifice because that's what it is. But in a different way, I think that this can fill us up even though it will also empty us out. It will nourish our souls because I think this puts us in the company of Jesus. I think that there is no more Jesus-like behavior than self-sacrificial love. And if that's the case, then I wonder maybe our whole city and our whole world and all of those practicing social distancing right now for the sake of public health have an opportunity to be primed to meet Jesus because we're all doing something that is Jesus-like. If they see the choices, if we can, I think the way I want to think about this, if we can help people see the choices that we are all making to do this as in the vein of Jesus's self-sacrificial love, what if we could, I don't know, help people see their choices in a whole new light, in a powerful light, in a light that makes them feel spiritually alive. The message of Lent and of Easter uh, is to bring us back to this idea that self-sacrifice leads to resurrection. When we sacrifice ourselves, it leads to resurrection. We are being reborn, remade, freed to leave behind what needs to die, and being propelled into more of what we're meant to be. So maybe the whole world right now that is trying to figure out how we limit the spread of this and slow the spread of this, maybe the whole world has a unique window into experiencing Jesus through operating and acting in self-sacrificial love right now. Maybe that can carry us. Maybe this can resource us. Maybe that can be our charge right now. So this is, again, this is not a break from church. This is us being the church as it's meant to be, maybe more than ever. So don't let the sacrifice of this discourage you in any of the ways that you are having to sacrifice right now. Let it Try, try to let it feed you. 
Let the sacrifice part connect you to the bigger vision here. We're not meeting online just because we're not meeting in person. We're meeting online because we're actively making choices for the sake of public health. Now, it's not gonna be the same as meeting together in person. We're all gonna feel a little bit less engaged. We're all gonna feel a little bit less connected in certain ways. That's just the nature of virtual stuff, right? But uh, what if we choose to make it a priority even so? We think that in the weeks to come when we're all feeling quite disconnected or isolated more than usual, we're gonna be glad that we've made this a priority to connect with the church virtually. So we're asking you to make this a priority. One quick second remark. Uh, as this period of social distancing plays out, gradually I think another side of Jesus' self-sacrificial love is going to become most important. And that is the Jesus who sat with lepers, who broke stigmas, and who courageously loved people in the midst of sickness. So uh, Jen Colburn, who is one of our stakeholders here, passed on in our uh, Facebook group uh, a Google form for the Chicago COVID-19 Mutual Aid List. Uh, and this is managed by a Chicago organizer named Kelly Hayes. Uh, Jen is gonna pass it on here in the comments and in the chat section. Uh, so if, if anybody else is interested, this is, I think, that side of Jesus that we're gonna see. Um, if you are one of our uh, stakeholders here and you're interested in getting on this list, uh, I signed up for the list. Uh, it's super easy, just kind of asking you um, in what ways might you be available uh, to help out um, what neighborhood in Chicago are you in? And then the idea is they're just collecting a list of people who might be able to do things like uh, help deliver groceries, uh, etc. So feel free to sign up. It's just a Google form, so it's pretty easy. 